I'm actress and singer-songwriter Kyoto Dipiku, and you're listening to The Motherfucking Podcast. Because the word motherfucker is a noun. It describes a person, place, or thing. August 29, 2005. Hurricane Katrina was the costliest storm in U.S. history, and its effects still felt today in New Orleans, Louisiana. Hurricane Katrina made landfall off the coast of Louisiana on August 29, 2005, and it hit land as a Category 3 storm with winds reaching speeds as high as 120 miles per hour. This is the 15th year anniversary of Hurricane Katrina for those who rode out the storm those who were here in the Gulf Coast, those who were here specifically, whether it be on the West Bank or in New Orleans specifically. We all kind of went through something, Mr. Headquarters, and we are all changed now because of it and probably forever. But what do you remember about the time back then going through Katrina? For me, I remember thinking, I remember it was a Saturday before it hit. I was going by my day like, and shit was wrong. <laughs> It was another week, it was another day. I was just starting college at Delgado on the West Bank. And oh, <laughs> shout out to Opera Delgado. But uh, we was over there, you know, I had my first class over there, you know, going through the week, going to work. Didn't even know a storm was coming until the day before when I had uh, people saying, oh, you know, preparing for the storm or whatever. I was like, I'm like, what storm? So, you know, I finally turned on the news and stuff and it's like, oh, sh- shit, I, I probably should do something. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you might want to. Because, <laughs> you, know, you know, a lot of times in New Orleans growing up, a lot of times you hear a storm coming, you're like, oh, okay, a storm coming, whatever. And, you know, he's like, well, we just ride it out. It'll be like a day we might not have a power and we'll be all right. <laughs> but, you know, this was different. Like, I mean, I remember Hurricane Andrew as a kid when I was like maybe like six or seven, I think, uh, in 1992. Um, Hurricane Andrew, you know, it wasn't a major storm, but it caused, it hung around enough to cause a lot of flooding. 1992. I remember that as a kid. That was the worst thing I remember as a kid, like minimal flooding, like from that storm. I mean, it was a lot of, it was a lot of property damage. There was no, like, people died. A lot, lots and lots of people died. This was different. Katrina took family, you know, it took people. It was more than just property damage. You know what I'm saying? Um, Katrina was the worst thing that ever happened. It moved people for the rest of their lives. Some people never came back, you know? Think about the people that ain't never set foot back again in New Orleans. I got got family that still live out of state. They ain't never coming back. To them, they said it was a blessing in disguise. Yeah. Because a lot of people never seen the outside of the city in New Orleans before Katrina. Like, man, some people who would never go across the river because it was like it was a foreign place to them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So being able to go to places like Oklahoma City, Chicago, Memphis, they love our language. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. The United States <laughs> love how nigga from New Orleans talk, man. Yeah, they love this shit. So, you know, we talk on, we going to touch on that a little bit. But yeah, I mean, Whenever we went somewhere, and, and we ain't we ain't even the, the the thickest, not even close the thickest New Orleans accents. Not at all. Not even close. So you know when we go to other cities and, and states and stuff like that, and even outside of the country, you know people hear our, our country accent, our New Orleans country accent to a degree. They're like, man, where you from? Where you from? You know what I'm saying? New Orleans. That's the sound. All right, that's different. So my dog, man. crew members, y'all about to hear this episode. Y'all about to hear us dive into this. Um, but this was very uh, emotional to us. Absolutely. So we want to bring that out to y'all. But anyway, moving forward, uh, the guy's about to bring in the show. We actually about to get into the meat and potatoes of the show. Uh, we kept it funny for y'all. We didn't keep it all the way somber like this. So... Uh, 
we got that coming up. We're gonna be talking about Katrina. We're gonna be talking about the lingo, uh, New Orleans lingo, and we also gonna be uh, bringing back part two of the Kyoto Piku interview. It's gonna be solid, man. And listen, make sure y'all follow, like, subscribe, but also download. You can check us on Apple Podcasts. You gonna check us on Stitcher. You can check us on where else, Mr. Headquarters? Spotify, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts. We're available on most major platforms. Make sure you check us out on Podbean as well. Um, that's our dis- main distributor. Shout out to Podbean. Okay. And make sure y'all go to all of our social media platforms. Make sure y'all go to Linktree. That's linktr.ee forward slash the motherfucking pod. You can check us out. Make sure you go to all them shits. That's right. <laughs> motherfucker. Bad motherfucker. Now check out the show. What up, motherfuckers? This Tito Santana Miguel and Miguel's the third. The motherfucking podcast will be right back, you hear me? What up, motherfuckers? You want to be a part of the motherfucking crew? Like, download, subscribe, and share at our website at Linktree. Linktree. L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash the MFM pod. Linktree. Welcome back to the chaos. You are now listening to the motherfucking podcast. It's ironic that the anniversary of Katrina is like next week. And we're about to have two hurricanes in two different days. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. On the same week that Katrina ironically hit. Yeah, we recording this on a Saturday night. So, you know, the first hurricanes predicted to hit what on Monday? Monday. Yeah. So, and the next one the day after that? No, Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. And, And, I mean, this... The fucking anniversary being right around the corner for 15 years later is like fucking August 29th. How ironic. You already had two fucking hurricanes rip through our ass. Um, and Katrina and Rita, you know, everybody not, that's went through that shit knows how that shit was, how painful that shit was, how annoying that shit was. Well, nothing like it. You know, all of us uh, got displaced. You know, Pudge, you was in Houston, like me. I was in Atlanta Sally, first and I went to York. Houston. I went to New York. Um, Tito. What? Baltimore, Alabama. Alabama. Greenbo, Alabama. Yes, sir. What about you, um, PJ? Well, with us, with Katrina hitting like that, we had relocated to where my family was. I have a cousin in Houston, Texas, actually. Mm-hmm. So we went there first. Mom wasn't having it. She was so adamant on going back home. But thankfully, she had like a parent's house that we stayed in. They ran on city power. So we stayed there until everything was back on. But that was a rough one because I used to work at Rouse's at that time. And we had no power. So we was up in there sweating like a hot box. So I, that was just... Hey, no offense. Put him in a hot box. Say that one more time for the fans out there and the official crew members of the motherfucking podcast. You said, and I quote... Y'all was sweating like a hot box? Sweating in there like a hot box. That's some country shit. <laughs> Been in there all damn day. <laughs> Been in there all damn day. I'm going to ask y'all a, a universal question. Mm-hmm. In, in no particular order. As a matter of fact, yes, a particular order. I'm going to start with Beanie Man on this one. What's up? I'm going to ask you a real question. Okay. Let's go three days before Katrina. Not a long, drawn-out something. Well, let's just paint the picture of what were you in your life at that time and what you were doing. Three days before? Three days before. What would you? Do, what were you doing with your life three days before Hurricane Katrina? Where were you? It's funny because three days before Katrina, I think my job told me to go home, you know, take care of your family. Um... So I think I was, and I was, in, I had just started at Delgado. My first year at Delgado at the time. And, uh, cause I had took two years off and, and didn't go to school right away. We just went straight to work at the so high school. Or West Bank? Uh, West Bank. West Bank. Yeah. And, you know, 
West Bank to fucking. Oh, <laughs> right next to old Perry Walker. Shout out to them Chargers. <laughs> Shout out to them Chargers oh, over the there, man. <laughs> man, look. Still, fucking Del got, got to. Del got him. He was a dolphin. That one, Del that one little building. That is Del Gatto. I, I did one fucking day at school, one fucking Saturday, and I had paid all that fucking money out for them books and shit. Still didn't get my money back. Del Gatto, bitches. <laughs> Some bullshit. But uh, you know, I was staying. With, I think I was staying with my dad, so it was. I thought everything was gonna be fine, you know. I mean, staying uptown. I was actually at that time I was staying uptown, um, in this in the twelfth ward. Mm-hmm. And um As I creep as I creep through the twelfth ward. <laughs> Shout out to Mystical. And you know, stay by staying by my dad, I'm thinking everything's gonna be fine, you know. I ain't wasn't thinking about no storm and shit. That's how I was not paying attention to the fucking news, no storm, none of that shit. And I don't think nobody really thought it was going to be as strong and as bad as it was going to be. So what about you, Sully? I mean, I know you had a a particular situation since uh, you and your brother went out to New York. You know, um, I was working at the cell phone store. Can't say the name, but Mm -hmm. it's corporate. Mm -hmm. They said Put all the all the phones mm. in bags. Put them as high as you can. Lock the doors. Get the fuck out of there. Mm. That was a reality check for me. Cause I'm like, man, okay. So what do we do? We left my house. It took us 16 hours to get to Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. You guys know how uh, it takes mm-hmm. about 45 minutes to mm-hmm. an hour to get there. So uh, evacuated. Ended up in New York and. Um, it was, a, it was a game changer, you know what I'm saying? What was the game changer for you? I came back over here right. working for the same store, making more money than, than I ever had in my life. Really? Oh, yeah. Spent that shit on the dumbest shit. <laughs> so would you say New York was your second home outside of New Orleans? No, no. No? New York. God bless New York. I think you gotta be from there, because mm-hmm. those guys are like extra, extra, extra fast. You know, you walk into a little cafe shop. Hey, how you, how you guys doing today? God bless y'all. Everybody looking at you like these <laughs> <laughs> East Coast. You know what I'm saying? What about you, Peter? Mine was actually um, I was actually looking at a dealership still. Not that at that time I was looking at a dealership. Um, I was actually laying in my bed three days prior to, you know, we was actually sitting there talking on um, me, me and my, um, my my girlfriend at that time. Uh, we were sitting there talking about it. So we like, yeah, well, well, what are you thinking about doing? What, what is going to be your, your move? And, you know, as, as far as like, you know, what, what are you going to do as far as where are we going to go? And I'm like, man, most of the time when they predict these storms, they don't come through. But when I seen my boy buy a bread come on, like anybody, it could have been any other weather forecast to come on. Mm-hmm. When Bob Fred come on there, he said that I've never seen a storm of this magnitude. It literally woke me up. Like I jumped up and I said, yeah, um, yeah. Well, you packed all that? And she was like, she was like, yeah, well, I'm trying to get packed. And I said, yeah, if that guy comes on the news, we got to go. No left hand but to buy. Like you said, those hours, as far as like 16 hours, you know how, how long it took you to get where you needed to go at? It took us about that too as well. And they to get to Alabama. Mm. You know, and, and the worst part about it in, in, in my thing is that I actually seen racism at its finest. Oh. You know, based on, you know, my mom, um, she was probably my future mother-in-law. Um, she had to pull over, her car was overheated. Okay, so we pulled off on the side and we stopped by this stuff by post somewhere in Oh, it's coming across this long bridge. I forgot where it was. And man, I mean, uh, I mean that the guys like like the old man got the old man come face like, yeah, what are you guys doing? He's like, man, our car is overheating. You guys need to get back in your car. Like, nah. I mean, I'm like, sir, our car is overheating. The guy literally pulled the gun out on us. Old had to be at least about 80, 80 plus years old. 
you know, and he pulled his gun out on us like we were criminals. My, my, my mother-in-law was crying, and I'm like, man, you, man, you're going for this, man. You're going for this. We got back in the car. We went on to the next exit. She couldn't stop crying for nothing. That was kind of like my worst experience, you know, when, when, when it came out to this Katrina, what, what, I mean, you know, the Katrina stuff that, that was going on, you know, for me. Yeah. It was just a bad experience for me. You know, but what about you, um, Mel and Pudge? Three days before Katrina was weird because, <clears throat> shout out to my dog, Duff. We had just got our apartment. This is our junior year in college. It was at Nickel State. And uh, we had just got our apartment off campus. We had rented a uh, three-bedroom apartment. I'm playing video games and shit. I go to class. I'm hearing they got a fucking Category 5 out in the golf. We just moving in. And we broke college students. This weekend, I'm like, man, I'm, I'm going home going to wash some clothes. I don't think it's much of nothing. You know, I'm taking people just hyping shit up, whatever. Right. So I go home. I get home. I'm noticing shit. Like, you try to make a phone call on your cell phone. It's taking, like, extra long to get through. You know what I'm saying? Just, like, abnormal shit. Like, mother, a lot of motherfuckers at the gas station. Like, just, like, abnormal shit. So, you know, my mama, she walk in the crib. She kind of got like a little panic on her. I'm like, mm -hmm. she like, where you going to go? I'm like, what you talking about? I'm trying to see what she, you know, how how, how deep she really thinking about That's this. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So I, I fall back. I'm like, what you talking about? She like this stone. It's a category five. I ain't never seen nothing like this before, ever. I'm like, who you evacuating with? She was like, I'm evacuating with my job. Like, hmm. I reach back to Duff. I'm like, yo, son, you sure you don't want to move nowhere? You ain't, you, you good? He's like, nah, man, I'm going to just stay here. He's like, I'm like, all right, dog, I'll probably blow past. I'll be back to school on Monday. I'm going to just chill out. I catch a nap. AC come banging on the door. Like, yo, dog, we're going we gonna to go up there by Mike and Hammond, and then from there we're going to shoot out, probably go to Atlanta, or, and we probably going to ultimately end up in Chicago. We wind up getting to Atlanta. Dodge a bullet. That's what it say on the news. We try to get back to New Orleans. We can't get back further south. We have to go out towards Texas, end up in Houston. I did the shit. Nah, for, for me, growing up at Homer like I did on the east side, most of the time for hurricanes, we usually get a lot of wind, mm -hmm. rain, floods a lot of times. And usually what happens in a hurricane? Well, the thing about it is with this one, see, I grew up, you talk about a kid that grew up uh, and went through Hurricane Andrews at one time a while back. 1992 in August, I remember. Went through Miami mm -hmm. first as a cat four, then came and, to us as a cat two, I remember. And I, got a big, and I got a big family. On the beauty side of my dad's side at that time, I got a big family. So they all come into our house. Mm -hmm. I'm, sleeping, I'm sleeping on the sofa bed. Everybody took over my room. But for Hurricane Katrina, that was the absolutely first time we literally had to evacuate. Like, it was just something different about Hurricane Katrina for some reason. Like, my mom was like, we got to pack, pack, pack whatever you can, and let's go. Yeah. And I was like, we usually just stick around for hurricanes at this point. I mean, we, we would get, like, a lot of wind, a lot of rains, but it wouldn't just damage our house like that. Category five homes. Man, she was adamant to my dad. My dad was like, son, do what your mama tells you. Go ahead and pack. Let's go. Yeah. And just uh, shout out to Houston for uh for a couple of days until everything died down. When we got back, windows broke, roof damage out the wazoo, food just spoiled all over. We I I ain't never I ain't never been through something like that before. Let me ask you this. Um, 
you didn't have an eerie feeling of that anyway, like you know, like <laughs> you know, like 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 the build, like the build up of it, you know, like like when they was talking about it prior to. Stop you it! Didn't, you didn't stop. Stop it, bro! Stop it! You no, an no, 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 you an asshole! Like, like me, you are an asshole! No, personally, let me answer that question. Let me go ahead and answer that question. That bitch was big and covered the Gulf of Mexico. <laughs> it was the biggest storm motherfucking ever. No, but it's more, what it's build up do you need? Man, I know. I'm, I'm just hurricane Katrina for, for, for a hurricane like that to spook my mom because we would always just. She would always have this old saying, we just going to stand and ride this big wave. I'm like, all right, going to kill us all. And that's, and that's, the, next day, the next day, we take the tape off the window, we good. That's what I'm getting at right there. But mo- most of that this one, this one, for some reason, just really just... A lot of us couldn't afford to get out. Mm-hmm. So that's where that, that strong will, we going to stay the fuck here, mm-hmm. came from. Because a lot of us couldn't move. Mm-hmm. We, right. we couldn't get out. The cars wouldn't make it out of town. Yeah, that, I mean, that too, but I mean, like, I don't know, man. It's just something about New Orleans people. Like, we we just don't trust. We don't trust our meteorologists. Our meteorologists, <laughs> whatever y'all, you know. We well, half the time they say it's going to be raining and it's hot as hell. Yes, <laughs> they, they, they just horrible. So what you expect? I'm on that bitch. If that dude come on that, y'all better believe it. Every fucking world in these <laughs> I I know what you saw. I know what dude you're talking about. That brought out. He got a ghetto. He got a ghetto fit. <laughs> with, with, with a five years line. Not no more. He retired. The, um, t- no, no, but he comes out for special occasions. Dude, he was retired at that time. He came out on a special a special occasion for this. Let y'all know that this shit is serious. Yeah, this, this, this wasn't no you know? fucking joke. But you know what? Coming into New York, Jay Z was on. I'm talking about the. What a beautiful entrance! Yeah, that was that 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 was pretty cool. Like yeah. you know, just coming in and you know that you know Jay Z yeah. is on. So. I was tuning into the uh, to the radio. Yeah, they were just station there. I would love to go to New York. Man. I ain't never been to New York. You know, New York City. I was in Inwood of two hundred. Uh, 206 in Broadway, bro. What, what borough was that? That's Lower Manhattan. So. You a rich somebody. Yeah, you're going to go up to the night. Well, you go to watch. I use in the hood. Shout out to Fat Joe. They have this one drink over there called the Nutcracker. Mm-hmm. And it's a very fruity drink. They give it to you in this jug. Mm-hmm. You can sip on this, bro. It don't taste like no alcohol or nothing. Mm-hmm. Have you fucked up on site? Yes, indeed. Silly. Two things, my man. Huh? First off, the name of the drink was Nutcracker. I mean, I heard that. Please, that's the cup. That's the two things that stuck out to me. Nutcracker is a very fruity drink. <laughs> That's the two things that stuck out to me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What, what, what? You mean Selly, right? So Selly. Shout out to EJ the DJ so with the elbow from the top rope. So Selly, how fruity was this nutcracker? <laughs> <laughs> is it a sweet? Was it sweet? Uh, <laughs> I just want to know. <laughs> you know, Be- Beanie, 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 hold on, hold on, Beanie. All you need to know was that it fucked him up. DJ is on fire tonight. You got fire. You got flame. That's all you need to know. Talking about how fruity it was. It fucked him up. Damn. Well, that's good to know. Knowing you drinking drinks, so you know, nutcracker. I'm gonna tell you, but, uh, <laughs> very fruity. Very, very fruity. Tampa ain't never sleep on either. As far as Tampa, like, that Tampa's goes, nice. Three stage all clubs. I've been hey. in Tampa. They got one on e-board. On e-board. E-board yeah. city. Same thing. Same type oh. of 
Speaking of Davidoff from Geneva, very impressive, impressive place, by the way. And across the street is a Texas Day Brazil. Oh my God, amazing! Right around the corner from the Yankees little training facility and uh, home of the sucking ears. Why you look me in my eye when you hey, say that? When I talk to somebody, I look a man in his eyes, it's called respect, dog. You know what I'm saying? No, you. You talk about my team, but you're looking at him. Look at me, yo. I want to love, now you gotta listen. I'm <laughs> looking at you, but these glasses oh, yeah, is thick to the motherfucker. Yo, no, I ain't cockeyed. Goddamn it! I'm looking you at you. I'm looking at him. I'm looking at you, over here, motherfucker. Motherfucker, you know I'm looking at one of y'all. Shit. One of y'all, motherfucker. Fuck the both of y'all. You know, it's another unexpected place uh, I went to. That was a nice place. It's like nightlife, Phoenix. Phoenix, Phoenix, is this the Hillary show? Phoenix, Phoenix, remember that? Shout out to, shout out to, shout out to, to, me. to, to Malik. Uncle Malik out there in yeah. Phoenix. Getting back to the story though. The reason why I said what I was saying earlier is because when I was in Atlanta for a few days, I noticed state language was different, but they was amazed with mine, and especially when I got to Houston, you know, and man, it was crazy because yeah, it is funny. I kept having people like it was. I was a single man at the well. I wasn't single. What were people shocked about when you spoke? I normally speak. Like what? What words do you say? With me. Oh, psh. man, what's that in? What's that in the water? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's my layout over there. What's that in the baby? What's that? What's that with it? Yeah. What's that? So. What's that, little bitch? <laughs> 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 little bitch ass nigga. <laughs> you know what? That's another one. But then one. say some thumb, you know what I'm saying? But that's how we talk. It don't mean nothing. We definitely cool calling mm-hmm. each other bitches. But it's how you it's say like, it, though. It's, it's, it's definitely how you say it. Right. But I'm saying, like, in certain other places, you can't get away with calling another, nah, another man a bitch. Nah, you gotta be ready on sight. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? What about calling another man a bitch? What's happening with your little beard? Yeah, that too. Yeah, that too. Yeah, Yeah, that's too. That's, yeah. that's just the lingo. That's, so that's, what, that's what New Orleans, that New Orleanians have. And that's too. That's what. That's what makes us, man. You know. You know. That's people love it. Now here go to number one. It'd be so funny. You remember this one? This is the number one one right here. Y'all remember this? Uh huh. Wow. Yeah. 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 Stupid and dirty. Like, well, nah. <laughs> I think it's more in the south, but I do. You know, I have to talk about New Orleans. From we always refer to our elders as yes, ma'am, <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Very respectful. Very. Absolutely. When I was in the West Coast, I was yes, ma'am, yes, sir. <laughs> A lot of people don't talk to, yeah. back to their elders. Oh, yeah. I don't know, no, baby. Don't call me that. I ain't that old. I ain't right. just. That's what they hit you with. You know, I've, I've seen that a lot. I've seen that when I was in Tampa. It was the same. Mm-hmm. Thing. Like, you know, you meet an older lady, and you know, like you know, and it's how you doing? I'm doing okay. Um, you know, everything. You know, how's your day going? Everything. Goes, yes, ma'am. This that. Hold on, don't call. I ain't that old. I'm like, well, I'm sorry, ma'am. Mm-hmm. You know, don't, don't call me now. Call me whatever. What the hell? Like, right. Hey, bitch. No, 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 we don't do that, man, no, man, we don't, we don't do that, bro, no, my brother. I mean, we get their attention. Oh, my goodness. Listen, we grown up now, man, hold on, man, we grown up now. In our youth, we done done some dumb shit that we weren't too proud of. Real shit, man. I'll be real. I know for me. I know for me. I done said some dumb shit. 
I didn't do something. I ain't I didn't. You didn't see me do some dumb shit. I'm not even gonna say because I am not gonna have charges pressed upon me. <laughs> so we're not gonna go there. But I, now I think my mind has changed. Mm-hmm. I look at life differently. How mm-hmm. I, I don't want to say as in most people say like I feel like invincible. You know what I mean? It's not. No, like, I know what you mean. It's like. We didn't see so much death. Mm-hmm. We didn't see so much strife. We didn't. We didn't went through so much bullshit. Like mm-hmm. it's almost as if we had PTSD because we had to deal with. Katrina took a chunk out of all of us. Yes, sir. It really did. It morphed yeah. us mentally because we had to adapt to some shit we didn't know before, we haven't seen before, and then noticing a lot of people who we know who have died or. All of the struggles that it caused and separations yes, and sir. bullshit, yes, and, and, and it just kind of threw everything off, man. Like our life went upside down. It was like the military. Right. 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 It's crazy. Like if you went, if you literally went to the military, you went fought overseas or Afghanistan. You know, you're gonna have that what they would consider post-traumatic stress. Absolutely, that's what they would consider. You know, that's not the change. No, nobody has never been through something like that. As far as like in this generation, like man, you know, I've I've seen people still get emotional. Like like when this when our anniversary comes up, you're gonna see so many people on TV that still and that's falling in tears because they lost so many loved ones. Now on the upscale of that, some good old hurricane. Pussy was amazing, right? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Fuck. Oh, my God. Here we go with this. Man, I'm reliving the tree that your ass will talk about some hurricane pussy. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? Since we, you know what, fuck you. You know what, Joey? You're kind of right. I love you, I mean, it's Hurricane Pussy was kind of sweet. I ain't gonna lie. It was like that. Man. man. Good Lord. It, it was, but fuck, <laughs> man. That's not what I was. Hey, that shit was fine. Hey, you know what You're right. Jesus. It was hot as fuck. <laughs> I hate you. Sir, you got to realize, man, I was in the hotel. So much. You had no air conditioning. Literally, six people, bro. And me and my, <laughs> me and my, me and my now child's mother, um, she, I mean, like, like we literally went sideways. Yeah. It was my women and demo and, and the other kids was in the top bed. We was on floor. I had to get it. I had to get it. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. Oh my god! Man, <laughs> I had to get it. I had to get it. Was so, Katrina so not I the mean, perfect I storm? Really on the flip side, uh-huh. like going back into the language, we was in Houston. Yep. Think about it. We had, I had three spots. I had a apartment on the southwest side. Mm-hmm. A leave. Beach nothing cook. Shout out to the Southwest. Mm-hmm. There's love over there, son. I'm telling you. I had on Highway 6 and I 10, mm-hmm. they had a hotel. The shoulder guy, my ID, he gave us a room for a year. Just right there. Boom. You have your room. Yeah, room. Yours. I go to and transfer from Nickel State. I go on the University of Houston campus. Now I got a Kia Sorento with some rims on it. Mm-hmm. With some graphics on the back of it. <laughs> My windows tinted the fuck out. I look crazy as hell. <laughs> because, man, rims was the oh, shit. That was the shit at that time. <laughs> Yo, that time. Yeah. Yeah. You was King Dangalang over there. Right. I'm about to tell you. And then especially that being shit. a broke rapper, who was trying to make it? Like groupies. I, know you I, I wasn't that talented. Huh? Yo, Monte Carlo with the fucking Lambo doors with the kid with the motherfucking yes, rims. That's what the incomplete kid. They ain't gonna give myself all the credit. You said something just incomplete. The white Monte Carlo, son. It was crazy, dog. Oh, he had a white one. 
He had a white one with the fucking spinners. <laughs> Son, he yeah, get out this bitch. I'm telling you, dog, the fucking yeah, the dog. Wing on the back. Yeah, the wing on the back. <laughs> He's right. Oh. He, he yeah, went past the, the food court at my Oakwood Mall. You got it, you got it back. We won't Alright, Get out, motherfucker. S curl the straightest line in there. You know, son. No wind. No wind. No wind. None whatsoever. No, son. Listen. I'm going to tell you what happened. This motherfucker was stopping front of Oakwood Mall. Yeah, oh, don't forget the shades. Look, no, nah, son. I'm telling you. I so witnessed this shit. <laughs> Look, this how this shit go. I'm telling you. And this ain't on no group and shit. Bitch ass niggas, fuck y'all. <laughs> so look, this bitch will pull up. The motherfucking car will stop. Fucking spinners will keep yeah, going. Spinners on that bitch. Yeah. The fucking look, the door will go on. Ah, this bitch would float out. This motherfucker went. The shiny motherfucking Pelly Pell jean jacket outfit. <laughs> Looking like Cisco off the thong. Crispy song. white tee. The fucking. I'm pretty sure his fresh pants is tight. Fresh motherfucking Reebok. Not a fucking. Give me a couple tries first because you have to pass the food court. Mm-hmm. When you make your left, it's all palm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I ain't had nothing on you. <laughs> Keep your foot on the brake. Mm-hmm. Half of your curl. <laughs> this bitch had an ass curl. <laughs> So look, he interested. Tito interested because he had the same fucking S girl, just a little smaller. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> hey, listen, my cousin, I remember my brother. My brother had the actual apartments mm. right over there by the by the Oakwood Mall. Like you know, they got the apartment right down the way. Yeah. Um, by the so, canal. By the canal. Yeah, right there by the canal. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, my brother. So, so I'm sitting talking there. about Kyron. Talking about Kyron. No, talking about Taz. I know Taz. Like you I know Taz. Why it look like you running away from your mic right there? I don't know. I've been moving here, moving there. You ain't got that halitosis. I heard that. I heard that's going around. <laughs> yeah, we did hear that. Going you heard around. that shit. Oh, I'm making sure it wasn't the mic wasn't running away from you. Oh, I, oh my goodness. My bad. Yes, Reverend Pudge, please pass around the Altoids. Breaking shit. Warning, warning, shit breath alert, shit breath alert. What you say? What you say? Cool water. If y'all if if y'all are first time listeners, if you want to know what we're talking about, please visit episode one. (laughs) Y'all some dumb bitches. Please visit episode one and you'll understand what we're talking about. Bro, why are you looking like you over there licking the side of a dick on your fucking mic, bro? This bitch. Oh my god. Look at how this bitch talking into his doing? mic, bro. What the fuck are you doing? You over here nibbling yeah, on over here. You over here. <laughs> don't say nibbling. Don't Use your words. Choose your words. Don't say nibbling. Don't say nibbling. Choose your words. Go ahead. Yo. Choose your words. Man, that was funny. <laughs> so now we got Nutcracker. Now we got Fruity. Yeah. Hugged me up and down. I'm fucking my stuff. I'm fucking these stories up tonight, man. Bro, right, y'all, bro, this shit was supposed to be deep and shit. Y'all fucked this whole story up. No, we didn't. We gonna keep going. That's some bullshit. <laughs> here, here, go. go this motherfucking podcast. God damn. Hey, this is what the fuck happened. Hey, y'all listen to this shit. 
Matter of fact, anybody listening to this shit, y'all have a mental problem just like we do. So enjoy the motherfucking ride. And excuse me, because that was a motherfucking icebreaker. That bitch was out of goddamn. Yeah, yeah, that's about Somebody got to do a high I'm about, about to die right now. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, my God. Well. I'm about to die. Moving along, then. <laughs> Since we can't be serious. <laughs> <laughs> <Excuse> <laughs> <laughs> um, hopefully we'll be alright with the hurricane though nah, please man. anyway got so, two of them man just not one man fuck them bitches we got so, <laughs> like <laughs> this bitch coming Monday fuck it and I, we're still open for business you know what sometimes look I told EJ the same shit right sometimes you had this gene in you called you know what I'm saying it just lives inside you. What does it breed from, my brother? Can it we preach from on another that? dimension? Can we preach on that? <laughs> Come on, my brother. Let's go. It's called fuck it. Let's go. Fuck it, Gene. He's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you get bad news, and you're like, you know what? Fuck this shit. <laughs> Don't give a fuck. You ready for that? Everybody get the old snap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother Benny. <laughs> so, brother Benny. <laughs> Benny talk like he trying to get pussy all the time. You ever hear what him? are you talking about? <laughs> listen to, listen oh. to Benny. Excuse me. You're going to have to edit that out. My bad. Listen. No, no, no. You're leaving that shit in. All right. But listen, this motherfucker right here, he talk, he talk like, like you ever listen to him? This bitch. He he changed his fucking voice for radio. How I talk? Look, you talk Me? like this. Yeah, motherfucker. Ah, yeah, fuck that. And then watch. Next thing you know, his motherfucker gets to the mic, and then you're like, Yeah, let me tell you this. <laughs> so, Hurricane <laughs> Katrina. You know, nah, fuck that. Oh, EJ. Marcus Sweat. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, this motherfucker over here, Keith Perspire. <laughs> welcome. Welcome to the Sweat Box. Nah. <laughs> no, the Sweat yeah, the Hot the Box? Sweat, you know, oh, my bad. The, you gonna take out the Hot Box? <laughs> welcome to the Sweat Box. <laughs> Brought to you by Rouse's and EJ to GJ. We're going to take out the hot box, sweating in the hot box. What the fuck? Ow. Ow. Actually, that's, that's actually a pretty good one for me. I'll always sitting there watching. What you say, motherfucker? Like, like, like a little leopard. Wow. So. <laughs> Magenta. That, nah, that, nah, that, that wow. bitch is legit. LSU purple. <laughs> like no, the Walmart. Like no, that's like the no, that's like the Walmart T-shirt. No, no, my stupid West Jeff dumbass. It's like magenta. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker got a magenta light, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Your ass got a magenta ass light here. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> it is, dog. No, what the fuck, bro? <laughs>
had the lava lamp from like off a of hustle and flow. You remember? Spencer's Spencer, <laughs> son, dog. If you'll never forget it. Dog. If if hustle and flow for the audience out there. No, nah, son. Let me clean this up for Nah, you gotta clean it up. For the audience out there, but they don't know what the fuck we talking about. So we got above us, we have a ceiling fan. Mm -hmm. And this ceiling fan has three lights on it. Two out of the three lights. Oh, white. One of these. (laughs) (laughs) One of these lights is not like the others. This other light. This bitch is like. No, son. (laughs) (laughs) One of the lights. This is like a fucking. I ain't gonna lie. It's like a porno scene in this (laughs) bitch. Yo. That's like some shit you'll see on the fucking early 90s porno. For the audience that don't understand, (laughs) we are filming in a, a new location. A new. This bitch is fucking rare. We hop from house to house. This is like podcast trap house. <laughs> like we 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 break in motherfucking shit. And we take over their garage. <laughs> we do our well, shit. We get the fuck out. This garage in particular has a fucking <laughs> what you call it? A magenta. This bitch is magenta. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Hey, I'm not it's gonna like lie. Hey, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. I, I ain't gonna lie. It definitely reminds me of when I was fucking when I was like 21. And I had this fucking. You had that time at Bad Camp, motherfucker. No, <laughs> you remember you used to live with me when I had my fucking bedroom. No, my in fucking West room. Wego. I had Hold a mattress up. on the fucking floor. I, had I got my it off. Bedroom in West Wego. and you already know if I invited a girl to my room, <clears throat> that light pop, popped on. on. A black light, similar light that. No, this motherfucker. No, this motherfucker. motherfucker popped on. No, nah, son, check this shit out. No, check this shit out. This motherfucker here. This they come in the room, here. they know what the fuck's going on. This, this motherfucker yeah. here had he ain't going to this room. He ain't going to the bedroom to hang out. <laughs> this bitch room, <laughs> this bitch room, you cut the fucking light off, that everything in this bitch is fucking God black damn. light, dog. Like, everything. Like, son, lava lamp, motherfucking, fucking... I never had the lava lamp. Walls and shit. That shit was crazy. That the move, move. My shit look like somebody got my shit look like somebody got room, murdered. You know, it's freak nasty town. So <laughs> you guys listening to us, please leave on the comment section. What what is the creative how do you set yourself up? We'll talk about it. We talking about ours. Please. This is the motherfucking podcast. It's a motherfucking podcast. Let's talk about things that we never knew wasn't that wasn't the norm. I remember in Houston going to HEB. Mm-hmm. It's a grocery store. Oh, okay. And whenever I say store, people are like it's a store. I like, know it's a store. Store. It's a store. But anyway, um, I went to HEB and I was pissed off because I ain't find no blue plate mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. And they didn't sell <laughs> blue plate mayonnaise in Houston. No, that's a Louisiana thing. And we were so, you know, New Orleans motherfuckers. Yeah. Get to talking our that shit. That was one of the first <laughs> things I noticed. And <laughs> next thing you know, a few weeks later, we had blue plate mayonnaise in the store. Mm-hmm. We had patents out sausage in the store. Mm-hmm. We had mama noodles mm-hmm. out at the store now. Man, I'm telling you, like I went in Florida, like you can go down there to Houston now, you can eat our food because we there. Well, yeah, a lot of Shout people, out to Nisha Rabbit people, Go a Cafe. A lot of our people went down there in Houston, North Side. Houston, New Orleans. I said we, we, we cut so different over here in New Orleans. That's the only thing. Well, I'm about to say, next know? was I'm about to say, damn near everything we say is is short mm-hmm. compared to everything everybody, everybody else emphasizes, like New York. New York, they like enunciate every fucking word. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not like us. We they trying to find like it's serious over here. Yeah, we yeah, trying yeah. to we trying to shorten every fucking thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what up, Shorty? This is Shorty. I'm like, what the fuck? And the West Coast, West Coast is like the West Coast is like proper, but they like. 
super dragged out, slow talking motherfuckers. <laughs> Motherfucker, what the fuck is EJ? Y'all seen EJ? I told him supposed to be we getting complaints about people not getting their cars towed and we don't have no damn mufflers on order. How the fuck we EJ towing the mufflers and ain't got no damn mufflers on order? What the fuck is EJ at? Hey, would you try that knucklehead? <laughs> EJ, are you drunk? Hey, when I told you about drunk, we're going for business, man. Mine. Gone folk business. Y'all got me out of here running like a chicken with my head cut off with no air conditioning in the damn truck that y'all got me in. I'm running around saying I'm going to do these motherfucking, uh, motherfucking social medias. That's what I'm doing for y'all, man. What social medias you talking about? Man, I'm talking about these social medias you and that thick guy band that got me running around here doing. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, D Pod. Instagram, D Pod. Twitter, D Podcast 1. YouTube, DMF and podcast. Pop bean. Search. Search for the motherfucking pod. That's what y'all got me doing. I ain't worried about these goddamn toe in the bubble, bro. Y'all got me doing other shit. What the fuck y'all want me to do? EJ, I just, I just want you to do that. I done told you there is your job now that you got me around here searching one of these job. motherfucking podcasts, bro. EJ. There is your job. Is I your, told you. This you is your business. To, your position is customer this. complaints. You head of the customer complaints. I already told you to give them the motto. May not come where you want to. Just know we coming. That's what you're supposed to do. It's that simple. It is that fucking simple. Anyway, we'll be right back. Yeah, we'll be right back, motherfucker. What up, motherfuckers? You want to be a part of the motherfucking crew? Like, download, subscribe, and share at our website at Linktree. Linktree. L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash the MFM pod. Linktree. All right, motherfuckers. I'm here to bring you part two of the motherfucking podcast, very first interview with Kyoto Piku, a great friend of the show. And you know Kyoto, she represents Gretna, Louisiana, you know, you heard me, West Bank of New Orleans. So uh, make sure you check this interview out coming up. If you want to follow her on her Instagram, check out her handle at HelloKyota, or check her out on IMDB by searching Kyoto Piku. Oh, like stuff that like you can understand, got it. I got it. I got it. Got an idea. Brilliant. Look at here. Look here. We're not about to do all of that crazy stuff on. Man, you look at here, Mister. Look, hey, lady. Hey. But don't you be jumping silly on me now. Sit down, Margaret. Oh, I went there to class all the time. Margaret, you better sit I got your back. I got your back. Just... I learned how to act and shit. I mean, I... You want to learn how to act? Just 
learn how to be honest. That's what they tell us. And it's not. And it's not. It's not. It's not. A, Say that again. If you want to learn how to act, learn how to be honest. You know, it's cool to be straight up with your boys and stuff with your girls, but you have to be able to tell your secrets to the world. So you have to like, like seriously, like, (laughs) I didn't get it at first. I was like, well, how far is too far? And he was like, why are you thinking about how far to go? And they call it like a movement and stuff, like what you want to do, making choices. They say, make your choices, you know, on set. And right. I'm like, well, I want to slap the shit out of him. Should I do it, coach? <laughs> well, yeah. So that's so a lot of that shit that we see on yeah. film. Well, sometimes it is very real, but we do fight choreography. So, okay. um, you know, stunt work includes the fights too. But people do get hit. People get hurt all the time. Okay. Shout out to Jazzy Ellis, one of the best stunt women. Period. But Shout uh, no, you think I'm. Like, I'm just, you know, jazzy, like, major, major. Like, I love this girl. In fact, one of my first classes I took with her, and uh, I had my fro out, and this person <laughs> won't be named, but the coach at that time, she she was a piece of work. <laughs> she used to play in my, she would try to play in my fro. She's like, oh, well, I thought it was going to be rough, like, cotton. What? Don't y'all think y'all look electrocuted when y'all have your Say, man. Yes. Oh, man. oh, yes. Oh, That's no. rampant. Oh, that is rampant. Don't touch my head. Yeah, and the look on that like, was a deer in headlights. Like I internally, I wanted to grab her throat, but externally, I, I just sat there, and everyone in class got it was dead quiet, just silence. And Jazzy got up, and you know she she came sat by me, and she's like, you know, you okay, et cetera, et cetera. You know, you don't have to take that. I was like, man, like thank you. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do, and you know. She just had my back, so I'm gonna always give a big shout out to Jazzy. Jazzy so, so you you went into that story, and I heard there was an energy in the room that was transferred. I believe in that. I believe in if the energy room is a good vibe. Okay. If somebody come in all fucked up, mm-hmm. you know, pissed off about what it, what they got yeah. going on yeah. at home and shit. And then they bring it in here, and it's like a whole vibe. The whole mood change. And all of the other students gathered around me, black, white, whatever. You know, it was a diverse class. And they, you know, they stood beside me, and that meant everything. I was like, wow. I don't know why the lady picked me out, you know, because most of us was rocking naturally. But she picked me out, and I was like, wow. I have stories for days, but I'm not gonna go too far. <laughs> I get no, I can't. You know politics. We don't want to do that. Yeah, we yeah, we don't want to touch that. So, yeah. moving forward, we have a topic that we have coming up on our episode, uh, and it's pretty simple: it's men versus women. Oh. <laughs> Who's in control? Who's in control? Men or Penis or the vagina. And this is what we mean by that. Yeah. As a woman, most women can speak for both them and their position and also what they're looking for is what a man should do or be doing. Right. As a guy, we already know what we are supposed to be doing. Right. Is it a bad thing if men are in control? Whether it be figuratively or not? Or is it a bad thing if a woman is in control right. of a relationship, whether it be figuratively or not? Okay, so I feel like it's a bad thing if there's any type of imbalance. You know, if the mm-hmm. woman is the only one in control or the man is the only one in control, you need balance, okay. duality. You can't just have, you know, all of the weight here, all the weight there. I'm not saying 50-50. I'm just saying just speaking on control, point blank, period. Um, especially, the thing is, for me, control could be manipulated and, you know, people could be in power and abuse that power, you know. So... I don't think it's a healthy way of living unless both agree upon it. Like if this one wants to be the dominant and that one wants to be the submissive 
and that's cool for them and it works for them and there's respect there that is displayed clearly okay you know who am i to judge who am i to dictate what they should do now globally speaking i think we all know the answer but many people don't want to see it cognitive dissonance you know let's go into it so break that down cognitive dissonance you know i went to west death with your ass <laughs> you can't words hold on we all from the west Bay. Yeah, we yeah. all from west Bay. i'm about to say okay like i see this no, but i'm gonna, I'm gonna choose to to act like this is not what it is okay. i don't want to handle it right. i don't want to touch it i don't want to acknowledge it no accountability nah okay. so that's what that is um but you know we still have men in power Mm-hmm. It's very obvious, mm-hmm. you know. We have, you know, women have uh, made greater strides now. Mm-hmm. Great, cool. You know, we still have a ways to go. Absolutely. But um, I don't think the uterus rules the world. <laughs> or, or, <laughs> well, let me or wait. Regions. Well, let me let me paint the picture for you for the how the conversation went on the episode. Uh, so we kind of open up just talking about how to. You know who's chasing who in that aspect, and yeah, the, the chase game factor, game. the game and the chase. You know, because there's a little, there's a little game in there. You know, dating. You know who's the hunter, who's the hunter, who's the hunted. You know, at this point, this day and age is either or, and um, predator or prey. <laughs> without thinking actual gender, just I think Kyoto is definitely the predator. Masculine energy feminine energy right the electric charge like this the plug in the socket okay. one gives one receives right. point okay. blank period everyone has both in them you know more of this than that sure you know so the way you know the modern world has changed i think it's kind of like a toss in the air you know you may find a very masculine dominant woman she wants to take she's going to come up to you she's going to be like you know yeah let me get that number like Yeah, it does. You know, yeah. me, however, I'm more like, no, 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> so you, you, from based upon that, you are the more dominant. If you see something that you want, you go out and get it. You no, 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 no. If I see a job I want, right. a career I want, money I want, yeah. I go out and get it. Right. I'm not about to chase somebody, and I don't expect them to chase me. I expect them to respect me. I'm going to give the same respect. I'm going to be right. 100% Absolutely. honest. Definitely. People take it very wrong. Like, I come off wrong to a lot of people. Because they don't know how to They don't, yeah. Right. I, and I've gotten this so like, oh my God, you were a little off-putting when I first met met you or whatever. And I'm like, oh, but I didn't say anything really mean. It's like, no, but it's like, just that you said it. I'm like, oh. Well, I said it out of respect because I'm not going to play games. Because I don't want you to play games. I'm big on treat people how you want to be treated. Right. You know, I do know when it comes to dating, games are played, which is why I don't date. I don't have the energy or time. I have one good uh, relationship left in me that has burned <laughs> and sizzled like a big dumpster going down the river. Oh, so I'm not. No, no, we're, in, no, no, no we're, we're in a good place now. But it, you know what? I will say this, though. It definitely taught me that I'm just not for just relationships. And I mean that in a good way. Like, just certain people just really aren't, you know? Yeah. I'm just not really. Sorry about that, folks. Unfortunately, we're out of time. Uh, we want to thank Kyoto PQ again for that interview, which was the second part of her interview that she did with us. Our first interview here at the motherfucking podcast. Uh, we're going to be releasing. We're going to be releasing the full part of this interview later on in the week. Um, so be on the lookout for that, and we'll make sure we post that to our social medias. If you want to follow Kyoto on her social media, follow her on Instagram at Hello Kyoto. And you can also search her on IMDb at Kyoto Piku. All right, motherfuckers, you know what time it is. You hear that music? 
You ain't got to go home. You just got to get the fuck up out of here. As always, at the end of the show, we want to shout out to our hustlers. The ones that got to get up every day and do multiple jobs and got to have multiple grinds. The ones that are motivated, entrepreneurs, or just people that's just downright trying to make ends meet. The ultimate hustlers, the ones that make this country move, especially in New Orleans. New Orleans is known for our hustle. Shout out to y'all. Keep on hustling. Don't give up. Shout out to Black and Brown Business. We see all the hustlers out there, and we'll be seeing y'all soon. All right, that's it for episode two. It's the motherfucking podcast, you heard me?